I go with it depends on conspiracy stuff because it's like there are real conspiracies, right? And then there's just conspiracy theories, which is just like uh, conspiracy hypotheses, actually, uh, <laughs> in that, yeah, people are like, well, if this, this, and this happened, then this is why. And it's like, you could think that, but also. So, I mean, so I listen to a bunch of like podcasts that discuss this stuff uh, at length. And so there's, there's one called You're Wrong About, um, which is just, it, it usually touches on like more pop culture stuff, but it, it goes in depth about like, what you thought this thing was, was just like hysteria in, in a lot of cases or, or just like the media ran away with it and just like turn it into this whole other thing. Um, and so now I know like far too much about like the OJ Simpson trial, uh, <laughs> which like, if you really get into the details, wow. he, he totally did that. <laughs> he, he totally did that. <laughs> um, but like that's the thing. It's like you can make these claims, but like the legal system is what it is, and like you know you can pay millions of dollars yeah, for exactly. great lawyers, and you yeah. can get off with anything. Yeah, anything. Um, exactly. But like the the real thing about it is that like, and with most conspiracies, is that just like the world, like it really is chaos, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> so I used to be a 9-11 like truther right and it's it's weird that like over time it's not the like facts of the situation that like got me away from thinking that like 9-11 was an inside job it's more of like it just stopped making sense just with how complicated it would need to be mm. right mm -hmm. And so it's it's not even so much that like I got enough information that I don't ask those questions anymore because like those questions are still there. It's like, oh, what about this? What about this? Like, you know, the, the fire took down this building and like, you know, there's no footage of like the thing that went to the Pentagon. They're like, there's, like there's, there's all these questions surrounding it. But like how many people would have to be involved to like make that happen? To like rig the tallest buildings in New York – with like explosives. Yeah. Yeah. So that it like goes down like that and nobody has talked. Like it's one thing if like, you know, it's, it's a covert operation. Right. And it's like 12 people were involved and they've just like sworn to secrecy, but like the amount of work it takes to like pull off this sort of thing and no one has talked is just impossible. Right. And so it's not even so much like, yeah, the questions are still there. Like how, how would that still happen? All, all these sorts of things, but like, it's chaos, man. Like it's, it's not like, yeah. Just, oh, like all the people who like saw the thing, like died in the building. It's like, well, if they knew that the building was going to blow up, then why they stay in it? Like it's, it's all this sorts of, it's like, yeah. it's just not, <laughs> and so yeah uh satanic panic is another one of like in the 90s or 80s i can't remember where it was um it was about like oh like these children were abused in this daycare right 
and like there was like a whole satanic like cult thing going on and it was like you know they were making like horses levitate is like based off of like the coerced confession from children and it's like so you're telling me that like some daycare woman who is being paid however much she does to take care of these kids yeah obtained a horse mutilated it in this daycare left no proof of it just to like traumatize these kids for like some satanic ritual and then like clean it up to where no like crime seed investigation that's would even why. be able yeah, to like yeah, yeah there's that's... no way <laughs> so it's like obviously it, and like you look at the tapes of like the children doing the like interviews and it's the person who was asking the questions yeah. was like what happened and the kid's like i don't know what it's like no we know something happened and so it's like the the person asking these children questions is like getting hostile with these children and it's just like all right i guess you want to hear something this happened it's like all right what else happened and the kid is just like oh i guess now that you're like validating me with positive feedback i guess i'll just make something else up and then that's like yeah it's yes. classic yes. false confession right yeah and so <laughs> yeah like the nature of hysteria is just like built upon a bunch of stuff and then just like humans being idiots, right? So, I mean, it's chaos and people are dumb. So like that's, <laughs> that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> See, with me, like I, I, I was a time, I don't care about it anymore. Um, I used to be really hard. I, me and my friend used to be very, very like, um, focused on Illuminati just because um, I forgot even when I first heard about the Illuminati but I just know you know me I'm not really I was just like I wasn't really searching searching that hard I'm going to every YouTube video watching like whatever they find next you know any updates you guys got like I want to know you know um, I just more so I more so looked at it so um, in the in entertainment though just because I don't really like I said I don't get the politics and all of that stuff uh, but seeing how like with the industry and how how people are treated there and then what people do in order to get where they need to be who who's all in it you know um, who's playing what game and um, even like and lyrics and stuff, you know. Um, and then I know it was that one song. I think it was oh, Live Your Life with Rihanna and T.I. Mm -hmm. And it says, I'm a paper chaser. It says, I'm a paper chaser, but she's saying, I'm a big slut or something like that or something like that. I can't remember what the words were, but it's like they... Um, make you seem like that's what they're saying or try to get your ear t tuned in that way. Cause I mean, it had me like, going back and I mean, like I was probably like 19, 18 or something like that. I was younger then. And I'm like going back, playing it back. I said, is that what I just heard? Is that what I just heard? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is, you know, they're bad, you know, stuff like that. Um, another one, of course, like with Jay Z, uh, Kanye and everything like that. 
I just really like, you know, I go back to the signage and see what they're doing. And then um, even like, you know, the whole of course of the pyramids and um, on the dollar bill, um, looking at that. I know. What was that? The it was like the owl or whatever. Um, the owl of Minerva thing is what it is. Oh, yeah. The, you know like the the actual group of actual rich people that actually went into the forest and actually burned a thing in effigy. Like, yeah, that is a, a real thing that does happen. <laughs> but that's actually it. Like. It doesn't, it's it doesn't not go like, any farther yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah. That's it's all it like, was. That's just like a thing that they do. And it's like, oh, that's got to be like some sort of like something. No, that's actually yeah, it. So what they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I just, I don't know. I look, but it just kind of had like, it had me to the point where when I looked that up, like I'm over here looking at the dollar bill. I'm like, I got to find it. I got to, you know, just how, how so like I was so focused on it, like trying to, you know, get more, you know, deeper into it. And I think I just laugh now because I was on YouTube almost every day, staying up at night, like watching, eating food, watching Illuminati videos just because I'm like trying to figure out like, you know, what's next and stuff like that. It's just it'd be so weird. And like now I could care less just because um, I mean, I got other stuff to focus on. So, you sure, know, sure. I mean? but I mean, and that's the thing, right, is that. I'll I'll use the Bible, but then also just like so like ask and you shall receive can kind of work in many different ways of like if you're looking for stuff, you will find it. Right. And that's not even so much of like, you know, yeah, you can ask for blessings and you will receive them. But also like if you're looking for Illuminati stuff, you're going to find it. And so that's the thing. It's like you can go through just this massive catalog of like musicians who you think are in the Illuminati and then look for any clue that they might have that would point to that right. and, and you will find it. Yeah. Right. But the rest of it, like the rest of the information that is out there does not point to the Illuminati. And so we were just like ignoring this entire catalog of like lyrics and stuff. And it's yeah. like, well, Jay-Z only said like, you know, these five things and like five songs or I don't know how, like yeah. the extent to which it was, but it's like, and then what about like all his early stuff? What about all the, you know, it's like you could dig through all that and like not find anything. And so we as humans like, patterns and we like to find solutions to things um and it's a similar thing with like people getting to true crime stuff as well true crime's been really big for the past like few years and while it's contributed to a great deal of like paranoia and uh i mean sure it's good for like women to protect themselves that's a really good <laughs> part of it um but the other thing is that like yeah people have just become like really paranoid and when you look at just the numbers of oh how many people are kidnapped or trafficked or whatever how many children are you know kidnapped or abused or whatever and it's like when you look at the numbers it's like yeah it's a very small fraction of people are like kidnapped and like yes we should do something about that but it's not like the biggest 
problem as far as like if we're looking at things to prioritize. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then when you actually look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, the people who are most likely to assault you or abuse children are like the people around them. And so it's like, oh, you know, most women have a Me Too thing that has happened, right? Um, but it's not like some stranger that assaulted them. It's usually like their dad, their brother, a cousin, uh, someone from school, s- someone that they work with. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's always people around you. It's not like some just like random predator that's out in the world looking for something. Like they, there are those, they exist. Yeah. But also like the predators are the men around you, unfortunately. And it sucks. It's like a hard truth to accept. But like statistically, it's not like... Yeah, some some dark person, the the like neighborhood watch, like hooded person, <laughs> uh, with the hat the and side. the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> On the side, oh right? Although, is the na- neighborhood watch person like the person that is doing the watching, or the person that needs to be watched? Like, or should we be looking out for that person, or is that the good person that's on the sign? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask too. So we're talking about we're talking about COVID. Um, okay. How, how do you feel about what is the mark of the beast? So I mean, uh, one. Uh, I'm not religious. Gotcha. So, uh, I, I don't believe in God. I, uh, I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the, all of that is like still in me. Right. And so I have all of this biblical knowledge and I guess nothing to do with it anymore. <laughs> um, but like, it's interesting because again, like, you know, people are looking for stuff, Right. And especially because in Revelations, they talk about the mark of the beast. You have all of these people that follow this religion are trying to find it in everything. And so regardless of who you are, if if you start looking for it, you're going to start seeing it somewhere. And so during Obama's presidency, all these racist white people that didn't realize how racist they really were were like, oh, Obama's giving us signs. He's really the beast. Um, but then, you know, even even then, like, you know, there's all the progressive Christian people that like during Trump's residency were like, oh, Trump is the devil. He's giving us a sign of the mark of the beast. And so it's like, regardless of where it is, people are just going to like be looking for it. And so this kind of becomes even just outside of like conspiracy thinking anyways. And it's that we're always making something out of like symbols and metaphors and everything and how we interpret it is kind of up to us. Uh, Something that I bring up a lot of times is, um, and this is just a concept in in audio, which is a signal to noise ratio. Um, And so in, in audio, it's like, how clean is a signal that you're getting from like a microphone, for example. And so if you turn it up, how much is the stuff that you're saying into it coming through and how much of it is just noise. And you can like turn something way up and not have anything going through it. And you'll hear that, like that noise floor, that shh. Um, And so the signal to noise ratio, it's like you, the more you turn it up, how much of that noise is going to come through with the actual thing that you want to hear. So people add their own noise to any signal. Um, 
And so, yeah, if you're looking for Trump to be the Antichrist, you're going to find it. That's the noise that you're adding to it. It's like, oh, I know about the Mark of the Beast. I know that Trump sucks. And so, therefore, this is, like, this is it. Uh, <laughs> I'm reminded of a, a joke from Pete Holmes. I was like, people who, uh, like, go to magic shows and they're trying to, like, figure it out, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what's happening here, and I don't know how magnets work. This is magnets. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, my God. Wow. And so it's like people just trying to figure it out. And it's like, yeah. It's, this we're, is <laughs> we're, always, we're always trying to find something in here. It's that like, it's, oh, yeah, this is magnets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, if if you do actually believe in, like, the Mark of the Beast thing, um we probably won't know what it is. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like kind of how, you know, it's described how everything is described in the Bible. You know, I feel like, you know, cause I, I think about this as well too, you know, they were made by God, but like they still were men mm -hmm. who wrote the Bible. You know what I'm saying? So I think about the internet mm -hmm. and how, I mean, there's credible sources out there, mm -hmm. which is truth, but it's still the internet because that's still man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put, stuff put out something out, right? Yeah. So that's kind of how I be feeling sometimes. Like, we, we already talked about that. Like, when it comes to the Bible, some things I'm like, mm, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why when it religion that comes in, you know, like, it's just, um, that's that spirituality once again, because it's just like, it's what you believe wholeheartedly inside your you know what I'm saying like exactly you know what I'm saying so um but when I the reason why I asked that is because the they were saying that the vaccine was mm. the market of beast or there's gonna be a chip or something and I'm mm. like you don't know what's gonna we don't know what's gonna happen you know what I mean like yeah we don't <laughs> right right well and so it's like with the magnets thing it's yeah, like, exactly. it's just, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't like vaccines yeah this is the market of the beast <laughs> this is magnets <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, the the everyone's uh, looking for something, right? And so, it's and and that's the the hard part, also with like treating something so w with such a a sanctity that everything that comes out of it like has to mean something something yeah um and it's like you can read what is it like kings that just has like a list of kings in it in the bible right and it's just like oh yes kings chapter one verse one what am i supposed to get out of this <laughs> what spiritual lot, yeah what spiritual <laughs> thing is god trying to tell me now that i opened up the bible to this passage that is just a list of kings. Hey, no cap. There was a time when they do all like all the. Uh, this was a rel not relative, but so and so was this. You know, like that was their father. That was this, like how they hold the list of the yeah, lineage. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. yeah, like it's like the lineage behind it. He's like going all. I'm like okay, flip, 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 and it's like pages. And I'm like, bro, like. <laughs> 
And it's like, it's cool, right? Because this, this is history, right? If you look at it from a history point of view, it's like, yeah. wow, they like really trace back yeah. the lineage right, of like right, right. this thing. And and that's pretty cool, yeah. right? And it's like, oh, and then this leads to David yeah. and like, that's how right. they're related. Yeah. And like, that's cool. Yeah. But like, as far as like a spiritual, you know, like, oh, I'm looking for moral guidance in this moment. Why do I need this? I've been there. Kings? That's what I'll say. I've been, the, I've been there when I read it. I'm like, this ain't the right one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't the right one. And, and that's okay, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, of course, yeah. But if if you're always looking for something uh, to, like, get out of it, then, yeah, you're going to start putting your own noise into it. And so it's, it's a tough thing whenever uh, there's so much metaphor in the Bible and so much symbolism in the Bible um, that... Um, Sometimes it's just like the writers doing a reference to something or sometimes it's like, I don't know, just a dove and it, it could just be like poetic, right? right. Um, and it's like this thing happened and then they saw a dove fly by and it's like, oh, that's like, you know, if, if you're writing literature, right? If you're writing a novel, you you would write that and be like, oh, wow, like something nice just happened hence the bird and if you like put that in a film like yes. you're like wow that <laughs> that really puts the message yes, there yes. um but like if you are looking at it as like a spiritual guidance for your life or whatever or if you're looking at it as a like literal document of history then it's like oh well the dove means like there was an actual dove that actually flew by and like that means that every time a dove flies by, it's like sometimes it's just a bird. <laughs> and that's how I be feeling with um different signs too, you know, like um like you talk about patterns and stuff, mm -hmm. you know. Um I do see like how you just said with the dove, like sometimes it's just a bird, you know, that's sometimes all it is. And sometimes I think the signs that I see like they're just a sign. Like, it may not mean anything. You know what I mean? So, um, now, there are, like, those times, like, when I said those signs I've been seeing, like, there is that pattern and, like, it kind of happens, like, because repetition is something that really always has stuck out to me um, when it comes to my faith. And, like, I'm like, and that's kind of how I pick up on certain things, you know? And uh, sometimes I hit my head. Sometimes I actually listen. And I'm like, you know, I do it. But, um I think that's something that is something that's considered though, because it's just like you know, uh, maybe it's just it's not it doesn't always mean everything. Yeah, you know what I mean? but so. but then other times it really does help, and it really does. Oh, for like, sure. Oh wow, like I felt good about this decision that I made mm -hmm. because then something that really related to me happened right afterwards. Exactly. And like, all right, I feel good about that, and it, and it gives you peace, yes. right? And so. Uh, for me as a like godless heathen, the <laughs> like you can you can let it be exactly what it is, exactly, and and that's that's the thing where for me like spirituality is really important, right? And so, uh, whenever I was first like out of religion and I was very like angry atheist, like I, any sign of like no no prayer here, no blah blah blah, <laughs> and it, it was you know, insufferable to mm. myself. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, yeah, yeah. But at some point, like, if people decide to pray for you, like, just 
it's a good thing, right? Regardless of if it's, you know, if if it does actually reach the God that they are describing, or there's just people around you that want something good for you in your future. That's nice. Like yeah, let they that care in. about you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like especially that's why I say like it don't matter who you are, like I may not even know you, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I say that in my prayer, like I'm like I mean, I know this person, whomever, I don't know. I just pray they're okay. Like, and that's just like be being genuine, you know, not trying to like, because a lot of people, <clears throat> when you say like, or you tell people like, hey, I'm going to pray for you. A lot of people take that as like, there's something wrong with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to pray for you. Like, Boy, they, you think I need your yeah, prayer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, bro, I'm just like, I'm genuinely going to pray. And most of the time, not even most, sometimes when I say I'm going to pray for, I'll just do it right then and there because I'm going to forget. You know what I mean? Like, if I, if I say, hey, I'll be praying for you, I go home, I eat, I watch TV. I By that time, I'm not even thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I try to do it right then and there. But like, like you were saying, like, it's doing a good thing. It's like, just because that person genuinely cares and like just wants better for anyone has no hate in their body. Like they just love, want to love. And that's, that's the whole thing behind it. Um, kind of going on that same train of thought is something that you had said whenever, uh, I'd asked the, the definition of God question is you'd said how, like some people say that like everything is God. It's like, Oh, the symbol. Uh, and it's like, that's a little bit harder to conceptualize. Right. Um, and I, I like thinking of things in, in metaphor a lot of times as well, but like, you can also put science into it and it's like all of the things that make up everything around you, all the atoms and molecules that make it, um, one, it does have the power. Like if you split that atom, we would all be like very dead in a very large radius, uh, <laughs> uh which is an atomic reaction. Um, but also... So like one, just everything around you has like an actual literal power inside of it. Um, but then the, the fact that like we all do come from like stardust stars exploded a long time ago and allowed us to be what we are. Uh, and so like, we are everything. Everything that we're made of is also the same things that make everything else. And so maybe not literally this symbol is you, <laughs> yeah. but in a lot of ways it is. Um, and I mean, it might have carbon or iron or whatever other things in it. And it's like, we have carbon and iron in us too. And so like, this is a part of us and we are a part of everything. And you could take that to just be exactly what it is, which right. is just like, yeah, it's, we're made of the same stuff. Yeah. Like, and that's it. Right. Or it's, you could take like a spiritual meaning <laughs> from it, which is just like, wow, like we're all connected. connected. We're all the same thing. And that can be a beautiful thing too. If that works for you. I see what you're, <laughs> yeah. I, I got you. I see what you're saying. I was also thinking about two, um, I didn't say this when you asked about God. Um, I also thought about God being um, like when we see him, like it is just going to be us, mm -hmm. like our face. Mm -hmm. But and of course, in a different um, capacity, because I mean, we're 
not going to be human, of course, but it's just like, I feel like we're going to see ourselves mm-hmm. however we're supposed to be seen. That's another thing I forgot to say. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, but I, I think uh, that's, that's also a thing too, just because, um, you know, in the creation, like it's, it's, he already knows us and, you know, how we're uh, not managed, but how we're already built and exactly who we are. Um, and I think that when we die, you know, I just feel like that's what we're going to see, you know? Um, yeah, that's all I was going to say on that. Right. And, and here's, I guess, something to, uh, I don't know, maybe expand your mind, but uh, <laughs> does the soul have eyes? <laughs> and and that's a, you know, so it it might seem a little like annoying to like literalize everything, right? Of, of just like, oh, well, like, you know, spirit is not necessarily, it's like, sure, but like when you die, if you become, or if your soul goes to God and it's like, what will you see when you see God? And it's like, we're limiting ourselves and our experience through the vessel by which we are existing now. Right. We don't know what it is like after we die. We don't even know if we will even be seeing because we can only experience existence through our senses right now. And so heaven and God are, even just at the base level, unfathomable because we do not experience things in that way. And so we are only experiencing things through sight, through sound, through feel, through smell, through taste. So, I mean, you you could just say that like, oh, when you die, like all your senses go away. But also it's like what if you do believe in a soul, like there is a whole other layer of experience that we are not fully grasping that we might be capable of. And so what does God look like? Will it be like us? And it's like maybe the feeling of experience whenever you know that your mom is in the other room, not because you saw or heard or felt, but knowing maybe. <laughs> and when you meet God, will you know that that is God in some other way other than sight or feel or sound or smell or taste? I feel like, <laughs> so he said, does the soul have eyes, right? Those, those are additional questions. Does the soul have eyes? Sure. <laughs> I would say, I see, and I, I, I I I can definitely understand what you're saying. Like that makes perfect sense too, because um, all that's gonna be transferred. Mm. You know, um, I think our soul is connected to our eyes. Mm. Like I see the sockets, like literally going mm. all the way down, <laughs> wherever your soul is at. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I think that. All that energy. Are you saying like those senses will be infused with that soul when we're gone? I'm or saying like that when we make the spiritual literal, the weight 
of, and even using this word weight has a literal <laughs> meaning, but like, you know, the, the gravity of it, uh, goes away when we try to literalize things that are spiritual. <laughs> so the, I think the philosophy question, I, I forget who said it or whatever, but it's like how many angels dance on the head of a pin is sort of the like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a nonsense question, but it's like angels and God and souls and spirit are things that are not fathomable in the way that we exist in the world as we are right now. Uh, whether or not you believe in them or not, uh, I generally don't. <laughs> but um, the metaphors still stand, right? And so while I don't necessarily believe that there is a ghost residing in me or a ghost residing in you, uh, I know what your spirit feels like as you are sitting in here with me in this room, right? And to try and dig down to what that means or to try and literalize what I mean by spirit is kind of beside the point because you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Like what our spirits are doing here together, right? <laughs> yeah. And so it's kind of beside the point to to try and think like, does the spirit have eyes? Eh, it's not really a necessary question <laughs> because uh, it is something else. And I don't know what that is. And it's okay to not know. Right. Uh, <laughs> At all. Yeah, it's not, it's, but, yeah. but the way that the Bible describes heaven is just in a way that we might as humans try to have some level of understanding right with it right and i think that's you know it may be like i said earlier may be even better than that you know mm -hmm. what i mean it may be because that that gets to the point where when it's your spirit and, and your soul like it's um it's faith mm -hmm. you know and then your faith with your faith being in that um you know you may not it's going to be totally, it's just going to be different. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be different, you know? And I think that, um, it's just, yeah, we, it just all depends on what you believe in. So. We're, and we're experiencing things through filters, exactly. right? Yeah. And so high filters, what the, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You listener are experiencing this through many layers of filters, right? Uh, <laughs> but like even the, the people that were writing, the words that we now recognize as the Bible were experiencing through things through their own filters as well. And if you are going to interpret that word for yourself, you're also filtering things so again. So signal the noise sort of stuff. And so it's like the Bible is trying to describe the indescribable. And, and in many instances, it does say, like, this is indescribable, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, the angel that came to Mary was like, I don't know, the way that it describes it is, like, not the, the pretty 
white uh let's just get into that but like you know <laughs> the pretty white winged thing it's like no it was like an unfathomable like fractal being <laughs> that like communicated somehow to her and she knew that she was with child like <laughs> so without being <laughs> it just popped in there <laughs> and i think like I, I um a lot of things that happen in the Bible, um, like with uh Jesus being born in, in her belly and then him dying on the cross, um I still I believe it, but like I still wonder just because um I guess I believe it because I'm more thankful with him, um, or whomever, you know, dying on the cross. Um, for our sins the only thing is it's like I always ask like I think I ask like um, I guess I asked it like did he have to do that and then also if he didn't will we still be in the same place we are now you know what I mean um, like what was the severity behind that because I mean I, we wasn't there so it's like we don't really know you know what I mean so um, but like I said, I truly believe it's just because I could see, I could see it, you know what I mean? Um, I just, I just think I'm like, well, I mean, like, I don't know. And I, him being hated like that. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to the point, like, was Jesus black and stuff like that? You know, um, you just don't know, but go ahead. Yeah, well, so then, <laughs> again, the interpretations yes. can can go yes. anywhere, right? Yes. And and so in in white American Christian circles, uh, yes, uh, Jesus is portrayed as this bearded white man. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and and that's like going so far beyond the point, yeah. right? That like. Even again, so I'm I'm speaking in metaphor here uh-huh. that the Son of God came to Earth and suffered and sacrificed mm-hmm. themselves for you to be able to be free of your sin mm-hmm. and what that means to you, right? <laughs> right. How many layers down <laughs> of interpretation does it take to make the set of God white? Like, and at what point does it even matter? matter right. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, does it mean something to you to interpret Jesus as black? Well, I mean, there's lots of ways in which the black American experience relates to the story of Jesus and it can help to connect with that story. If you interpret Jesus as black, regardless of if he actually was, was or not, or not. Yeah, but that, uh, that correlates like, yeah. And it, it, it says something to you that way as well. And you can actually connect to that story even better interpreting it that way. Um, and so was Jesus white? is also not really important to the story of Jesus. <laughs> and also, 
where the story is set (laughs) (laughs) should indicate that he was probably not white. (laughs) Exactly. Although there's a chance that he was black. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I, um, let me ask you this. What's your take on, um, so with with slavery, so like with when it comes to the Bible, because a lot of black people don't believe in the Bible because it is mm-hmm. because of the white people coming over and using Christianity as a um, tool mm-hmm. to which they were misinterpreting that scripture yes. scripture in any way um, and using that to make them slaves to say, well, this is it's what it says. You got to do it. You, you, we, we're the masters. You're the slaves. You got to, you got to follow our rules. Um, I guess my question is how, or how do you feel about, you know, people, more so like black people and how they don't believe in the Bible mainly based upon like off of that. So I'm, I'm glad that you went there. Cause I've been asking this <laughs> of, of uh, some black guests as well, because like the willingness to go there. Right. Um, so, I mean, yes, I'm not black. I'm, uh, <laughs> my name is Santiago Ramones. I'm, I'm Hispanic. So, uh, <laughs> um, but you know the the Latino experience is not the same as, but is similar to yeah, got, yeah. the black experience. In that, uh, yeah, the indigenous peoples of South America were uh, subjugated by the Spanish, uh, maybe not enslaved in the same way, and you know ripped out of their life and brought somewhere else, um, but. A similar experience in that basically accept this culture and religion or die. Uh, (laughs) And so, I mean, it's certainly understandable that a lot of black Americans that, you know, coming after slavery accepted Christianity in themselves in a lot of ways is just like to survive. Um, but then, so yeah, the, uh, decolonization is the direction I'm going here, which is that, um, what parts of our own culture have been colonized and come from colonization, right? And so, uh, is there a part of you as a black man and me as a Latino man that like, are there parts of me that have been colonized that come from the people that subjugated our ancestors and made us who we are now? Um, And yes, absolutely. Right. And, and in what ways have we kind of colonized ourselves? Right. Um, I asked about like, your experience in musical theater, for example, or just like theater in general as a black man, because that also is a way in which like our culture is shaped by colonization. Right. And it's like, I'm a rock musician. Uh, and rock music now in today's day and age colloquially is known as like white music. Right. Even though it came right. from the blues, uh, and so, like, 
that is like rock music was black music and it just became colonized as well. Right. So all of these things are like a part of us and everything that we are and do. And so it's understandable that like, if you feel that every part of your culture has been taken over by something that is not you or taken over by a dominating power over you against your will generations ago, then yeah, you might not want to be a part of Christianity (laughs) um, and find your own way through that. Um, I, you know, as a not religious person, I greatly respect other people's faiths. Um, And so uh, respecting people who are existing within their colonization anyways, right? And just accepting that that is a part of who they are as well. And so it's like, I like rock music. That's a lot of like my foundation in the music that I make. And, you know, I I also have a degree in uh, music composition. And a lot of that was like classical music, which is just like grounded in European standards of what we know music as um and so like these are things that are a part of me and i like them (laughs) uh there you go (laughs) and and so it's complicated right so going back to like specifically christianity um do you want to accept the religion that the white man imposed upon you for some people that becomes no at some point, right? And so, I mean, where you go from there is kind of up to you. But like, uh, yeah, I, I've i been asking that question to uh, black non-Christians to see where their take is on that. Because, yeah, the why accept the religion that was imposed upon you by the colonizer. Um, And if for you, it is your own, then like, who am I to question that of you anyways? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. yeah. For Um, so, for so. And at some point, like it doesn't even belong to anyone anyways. Right. (laughs) So like rock music came from black music and then became filtered through the white musician as many things are <laughs> as, many, as many things are right um exactly. but for me it shaped my life and my experience and i like it okay <laughs> and so i'm going to take it for myself and and this is a realization that I had over like the past couple of years uh, after having a, a, a guest on that questioned that of me personally. And it like really like shook me. Right. And so, yeah, it was a hard thing for me to accept it. Like regardless of the kind of music that I make, yeah. it is Venezuelan American music. Um regardless of the kind of music that you make it is black american music uh 
So you could be making, you know, very New York theater style, like I want song all the way with just like just the best five, one progression that just sounds so incredibly white, right? The way that your mom looked at you is like, is this what you want to do? But at the end of the day, if you're the one making it, it is black music. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And, and the faith that you're practicing is your faith, right? So is it the white man's religion? Not really anymore. Not in the way, like, I mean, you go to like the gospel churches and see how black church has become uh, distinct from any white churches. And it's like, man, it doesn't even matter anymore. Right. Because at all. Yeah. It is the black experience now. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, kind of drifting off. Uh, what kind of shows are you watching right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, so last night, my wife and I watched attack on Titan. Uh, we're oh trying yeah, to keep on. I tried to. St- it's it's a lot. It's yes. heavy. It's violent. My dad. Uh, it's complicated. That. Um, but man, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> so a, a couple of weeks ago, Pride and Prejudice was just like on the TV at my parents' house. Um, I haven't heard of that one. And <laughs> it's it's not a show. It's a it it was a Jane Austen. Book and oh, it was, just a, like, okay. was a movie, and the movie was playing on TV at my parents' house. And as a millennial dude, I had always just interpreted Pride and Prejudice to be like, ah, it's just like bullshit romance stuff for women, <laughs> which is <laughs> like a, you know, like an internally or internalized misogynistic point of view to have yes. of any media, anyways. But we like sat down and watched it and I was invested <laughs> like, man, this is really good. And like the poetry and like how they speak is like just beautiful. And I'm like, man, this is so good. And Sable was like, I thought you thought this was bad. And I was like, I was wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we greatly, I greatly enjoyed pride and prejudice. Um, and so we started watching Bridgerton. On Netflix, which is okay, which is just like yeah. more Pride and Prejudice, if you think of it that way, um, and yeah, I mean the that kind of era of media, especially in the romance genre, tends to be like kind of inherently anti-feminist in a lot of ways, just because like women are treated as property, and it's like, oh, who is she gonna marry? Blah blah blah, and it's like, who is she going to belong to? Right, and that sort of thing. <laughs> but like, it's also interesting how kind of feminist it was for its time as well. That Pride and Prejudice, like, it was like a woman that got a man to do a whole lot of things for it, her, yeah. uh, in order to prove that he loved her. Uh, yes, in the end, so that she would belong to him but <laughs> but in in a interesting vein especially for its time it was like wow like she was really like fighting for herself in that and it's like if you really want me to marry you like i have a problem with this this and this 
And like, it was like surprisingly, you know, not modern day feminist, yeah. but like surprisingly feminist for its time. And Bridgerton is kind of doing that in, in a way as well. So yeah, we talk about Titan, Bridgerton, uh, and a bunch of YouTube nonsense. YouTube How about nonsense. you? <laughs> Mine is more YouTube nonsense, mm-hmm. uh, just because I look at a lot of content creators. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them I've been recently watching a lot, dude named Trey Rags, uh, Long Beach Griffey. I used to watch Long Beach Griffey a lot. Caleb City, I used to watch him a lot. Um, what or, kind of stuff are they? So making? this is mainly comedy. It's a lot of <clears throat> really dumb, like videos you wouldn't expect. Like they come up with different ideas. You're like something relatable. Um, I can't really like. Okay, so for instance, like the dude named Trey Rags, he just talks about like one of the the caption was when you uh, find out your son is gay. And, uh, you know, he is him, and his dad, and he's just like, he comes in on him <laughs> watching porn. <laughs> and his dad goes on the spiel. He's like, oh, son. Oh, man. Oh, it's okay if you if, if you watching gay porn. It's all right. It's, it's just no, I accept you. I love you. You know. This is how you're gonna be. You gotta you gotta explore yourself. And the the son is like, Dad, this isn't gay porn. Like, if you look closely, he's having sex with a woman. She just has a low haircut. And he's like, cause he he went on a spill. He's like, I I used to be the same way. I watched twenty twenty videos, <laughs> and your mom was sleep at night, and I was just watching all these videos. And he's like, Yeah, this isn't gay porn. This is this is this is just regular. I don't know what you're on. He's like, You're gay. You're gay. And he just kept saying it like, you're gay. And I was just like, oh my. So he makes like videos like that. Um, also be on TikTok a lot too, but um, that's a totally different thing. Um, also, the other shows I'm watching, I watch a lot of cartoons. Um, I watch um, Amazing World of Gumball. I watch, I got HBO Max. So I've been watching a lot of old Cartoon Network stuff. So like um, Dexter's Laboratory. Um, what else? Uh, Tom and Jerry. Um, I need to check if they have Kid Next Kids Next Door on there. I need to check if they have Billy and Mandy. Like, hopefully they do. Cause I, when I get home, I'm probably gonna look that up. Cause <laughs> I've been I've been watching Dexter's Laboratory. Like, it was crazy because like I was hoping for it. And I searched it. And I was like, <sighs> and like when it popped up, I'm like, <gasps> oh nostalgia. Like you know. So um, I've been watching those. I I tried to watch this one show. Um darn i can't even think of the name of it but it was like these people were fighting to um get into this prestigious home estates or something like that and they had to fill out application i tried i was watching it for a little bit and it was kind of getting good and i just didn't stick with it. i went right back to cartoons because i was just like i just always watched that and then also on youtube like i watch um uh, a lot of different uh, what else like tutorials and stuff yeah, yeah. Um, I watched some of that stuff like for and it was crazy so I told you I started going back you know mixing and stuff mm-hmm. so I had searched like whenever I drag stuff in Logic mm-hmm. um, and I dragged the beat in there it was just like skip and skip and it was just like all distorted and stuff like sound would be terrible and I 
I was getting so mad because I'm looking at Google. I'm like, how do you fix this? How do you fix this? N- couldn't find nothing. Go to YouTube. Duh, should have went there in the first place. Right. Typed in. I'm like, yo, skipping prop. It said the exact, like, mm-hmm. words. Video popped up. The first video. I'm like, thank God. Like, I looked at it, searched it. He's like, yeah, all you got to do is just convert it to a WAV file. Drag that sucker in there. Put it in. I'm like, bro like i wish i would have known that you know so i watch stuff like that and then like even how to mix and stuff i watch you know just stuff like that and um i think that's i was watching um when i had netflix i was watching uh black mirror because i love i love black mirror i love that love that show a lot to be honest bro like they be on some other type stuff and it's like bro and it's some really good episodes they got some good people in there too but um yeah, yeah. Uh, I love sci-fi. Um, so if you look over at that poster that says Machinations with the weird like. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even describe it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was my uh, like master's recital poster or whatever. And Machinations was a series of pieces. It was basically an anthology series like Black Mirror. And it was like music inspired by like ideas and the future and technology and everything. So yeah. it was like a bunch of stuff like that. And so, yeah, it was like Black Mirror was influencing me a lot at that time as well. And uh, yeah, I, I think about like the future and technology quite a bit. Yes. So I feel that. Uh, Love, Death and Robots is another one on Netflix. That, I heard that one. Uh, also very good. Pretty graphic, I will say, but it's animated and it's like a bunch of different art styles. Um if you get back on Netflix. Yeah, um, I'll try to. Yeah. I'm going to try to because, uh, yeah, I need to. Because um, I loved, I think, what was the other one I watched on there? Because also as far as, like, animation. Um, yeah. So Sable and I are really into animation as well. So, like, yeah. Arcane. Um, it was a League of Legends show, which, like, I don't know if you ever played League of Legends because I never did. I've watched someone play League of Legends. But, but like, it doesn't matter. You you don't have to know anything about League of Legends. Uh, And, in fact, like, the less you know about League of Legends, the better the show actually is because, like, it is a masterpiece. It is just, like, wonderful animation and, like, the story is amazing. So it's just, like, that and Maya and the Three is another – animated show on netflix that's just like this is no right being this good animation in the past like few years has been like top notch man (laughs) i need to get i can get back on there i used to watch uh greenleaf too since we're talking about church and everything Mm. and that was that was just talking about like you know um mishandling the money you know um like we talked about those tides and stuff and they're just like using misusing money where it don't need you know where it doesn't need to go but it's a really good series just because um there's a lot more tied into it a lot of uh more deception um corruption in it um uh, which we i mean i'm when i was just, like going to church even the church that i went to like i knew stuff was going on you know what i'm saying like that's duh but um it kind of goes more into it uh of course it's you know it's fictional but um it's still like that happens you know um and then another show i don't think it was on netflix but a show similar to that was called saints and sinners and it talks about the black church same thing but they're actually like doing a lot more killing so it's like wow so that one's a little bit more graphic than uh greenleaf but um yeah, those are the shows I've really been 
uh, while I have watched. But like, yeah, like I said, lately it's kind of been YouTube because like I'll watch it at work too, like if I'm on lunch or whatever. Here you go, listeners. A bunch of stuff to watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Psych, thank you so much for doing this with me. Uh, where can we find you and your things? No, thank you, man. I appreciate <laughs> you. Thanks, bro. So once again, Psych the Wordsmith, P-S-Y-C-H-T-H-E-W-O-R-D-S-M-I-F-I-T-H. Um, on YouTube, um, Instagram, Facebook, um, also uh, Twitter. That's where just type that in. Everything will pop up. And SoundCloud. I forgot about SoundCloud. So that's where you can find me. Yeah. So, yeah. Just had like what two weeks ago? Had two weeks uh, ago album uh, drop. Yeah, there we go. Got to talk. About, yeah, had an album drop. Work in progress too. Um, crazy is a lot going on. Um, it's a long. It's it's a long listen, but it's it's worth it. Um, and I got EPs on the way. Um, one with Sun Deep, and then one just tracks that I did myself. That'll probably be in the next month or so. So um, look out for that as well. It'll still be the same name. So yeah. Amazing. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So once again, thank you so much. Yes, sir. Appreciate I'm you. I'm Santiago Ramones. Psych the wordsmith. Now, what else is going to play at the end of this one? Uh, this one, we're going to listen to Karma. Steady trying me while living in society when I ain't accepted, feeling neglected. But I did the same thing to my friends, to my loved ones, everybody all in the end. That's crazy. Take me from the darkness invading. Guys be like creating. Such a hard time, cause lately I do wrong. God don't get you, yeah, want me too long. Yeah, that's 325 when the karma is a lot, bro. All in the bird, cause revenge never mind. Yeah, look, yeah, do right. Refreshed by God every day, every night. That's 1125 when the karma has arrived. But my God came first, so that notion is a lie. Tell me, is they serious? Whoa. My circle stay small like a... Nah, no, hold up. They gonna make me take it straight back to 2018. I can't backtrack. I get flashbacks to certain things. Back then, life was good right before the quarantine. Had everybody jump in the crowd like trampolines. 2020 is unforeseen, but I ain't vision a dream. You just gotta believe it, then you can achieve. I'm doing right in the right place. To the tight, need my briefcase. Bounce with me, bounce with me. Through the base. They hating stop his face, but it's never face to face, huh? Hey, me really push you out of shape. Bad karma really push you out of space. You can hate, but you can't try to replace. Okay. Karma comes back around like a boomerang. Huh? You can't stop me. This is for who I'm gonna be. Consciously body anybody who said that they hotter than me. Honestly, they don't wanna challenge my astronomy. I'm the talk of the town. I'm the whole young prodigy. I surpassed you because you slacked off. Maybe in the future we can take the mask off. We come together and we never branch off. Thank God for wordsmith. He done gave me something to snap off. Better than they ever been. Never planning on settling with every bar shredding. Local rappers feeling threatened. I'm more lethal than the weapon. Taking bigger chances. I'm never half stepping. I'm guessing that you would never learned your lesson, huh? Yeah. Need to focus on progression. They're trying to take away a voice using that suppression. Say how you feel and you Utilize expression, cause even when you're silent, you still sending out a message. So do right or do wrong. 
You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music and produce audio. The music you're hearing now is music I made. You can listen to official releases by Santiago Ramones on Spotify, Apple Music, and the other streaming places. Or you can support me directly by buying my music on Bandcamp. I'm working on Hypothetical, my first singer-songwriter album. So if you'd like to hear that at some point, there are lots of ways to support me on my website. There's a Discord server in which we discuss deep topics from the podcast, but it's also a community of beautiful human beings. All the links to all my things are on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. Please take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It would mean a lot to me to hear what you have to say, and it lets others know what to expect better than I could ever explain. I want to help the world have deeper conversations. So thank you for listening to and supporting BitDepth. I was in the podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. <laughs>